Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. This week's episode features a cartoonist. I was so dang excited to interview the first ever cartoonist to appear on this podcast, Eva Lacey, is the animator behind Critterosity, which is a series of characters made and sold to appease the youth in all of us. Her art is so cute and adorable and so fun, and I was so surprised to find out that Patreon takes up the majority of Lacey's business. The girl has it figured out. (laughs) We dive into all things art memberships as I try to dissect exactly how Lacey is doing it. (laughs) For anyone unfamiliar with Patreon, it's basically just a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. You simply send your patrons or your fans or your customers or whatever you call them to the Patreon platform and they can sign up for whatever pricing tier you have set up to easily support your art journey. Sounds pretty great, right? I thought so too. And I personally know very little about the Patreon platform, so spoiler alert, I asked Lacey in this interview, and we figured it out afterwards, I asked her if I could license her full Patreon course, explaining how exactly she does business through that platform, and she said yes. So her course is currently inside of the Artist Academy Advanced by the time you're hearing this episode. So if you're a student, just go over to the Contributing Artist section of the Academy website and enjoy. It shows you exactly how to set up Patreon and make money from it and just do the whole bit, just like Lacey. However, if you're not inside the Academy just yet, don't worry, keep listening because Lacey still gives lots and lots and lots of great tips about Patreon and animation throughout this episode. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Eva Lacey. If you could just start off by introducing yourself, maybe anybody who hasn't heard about you just yet, and just tell us a little bit about everything you do, because there's a lot. Like, I, I went through your website. You do a lot. So let's just, let's hear it all. I I, I do a lot. That's, <laughs> that does uh, put it all in a bubble. Um, so I'm Eva Lacey, and I am Critterosity, as most people know me, and that's like a critter. And then O-S-I-T-Y, like curiosity and critter mashed together. So many people can't say it. So (laughs) let your critterosity run wild is what I always say. And um, I I really do so much. I started off as a caricature artist, a face painter, 
Um, I did murals like you, but I was not good. And I knew from the get go, this is not for me. I don't do big scale stuff. Um, and then I always wanted to be an animation. You'll hear that a lot from us artists here in SoCal. Um, I wanted to be an artist and uh, work in animation. And then when I realized that wasn't for me, I was like, well, how do I still be a cartoonist? And so I dabbled in the characters, didn't like that, didn't like the service part. And then I rolled into just kind of creating my own little characters. And then uh, Disney fan art, because I live right by Anaheim. So I turned into fan art and to do comic cons and sell at those, you have to cater to the audience. And uh, my big thing is when I do fan art, I try to make it, <clears throat> excuse me, I try to make it more my own than look just like the character. So I'm, um, I'm also an advocate for um, pushing people to be artists, which is why I adore you. I'm, I don't even know how I didn't know about you. I'm so excited. Um, I'm an advocate for that. So I wanted to have people uh, attend a show where they got education for animation. So they were more prepared than I ever was. Um, and so I started the Ground Zero Animation Expo, which unfortunately is on hold. Um, due to everything this year, but it's been going for five years and I get, um, I get major, uh, names from the industry, like Disney artists and stuff like that. And then they come out and they teach, they like teach and train all day at workshops. And these college students are spending like 20 bucks to get in the door. And then oh, wow. they can just pay the artist. If they want to take a workshop, the artists know, like you cannot charge them more than like 20 bucks a ticket. It's not okay. So they can do everything they want in like $100 or less for the whole day where other conventions were lots of money to go yeah, to. Even I couldn't afford it. I, would, I mean, and I wasn't even into the industry. And I was like, yeah, I just want to go to go. And it was like $90 a ticket. And I'm all, Ugh. so, um, but yeah, and I'm from a small town. So I wanted to give back to those that don't know what to do either. Um, and then I started the Isle of Magic Marketplace, which is happening right now online, and it's everything magic related, plus extra. It could be originals by artists, and it's like a virtual vending opportunity. So it, there's so much more, but I can't even think of it all. But yeah, I'm always <laughs> moving, always going. Okay, awesome. So tell me about, I, I love all of this. It's <laughs> something I know nothing about, which I love. And so tell me about the products that you sell as well. Like, yeah, um, so I, I try to dabble in a little bit of everything with my art. Like, what can I put my art on? What can I, you know, stickers, magnets, books, t-shirts. Um, you'll learn really quick what works for you, what doesn't, who your audience is and not. So I've, I've tried some things and then pulled back. Uh, just recently I came out with two new enamel pins. I'm not a huge enamel pin person. I know. I'm sorry. I said it. Um, I collect my friends enamel pins and then I just like keep them in a nice little box and I'm like, they're pretty. And then once in a while I'll put one on, but I wanted to create two of my, I want to start going with my original characters again, because I noticed somebody wrote, how can I sell fan art? And I'm like, Hey, yeah. you can ask me, but I'm teaching workshops online that explain all this stuff. So FYI, there are rules with fan art and they're very random. But yeah, I, I offer commissions from time to time. But with fan art, let's just say a company says you can't make that. And I'm stuck. I'd rather have my own original character line that people like. Because at some point, Mickey Mouse was made up by somebody. And at some point, some other character was made up. I want to be the person making up my own character that might become somebody big you know so yeah i just i do fan art commissions from time to time i do patreon which takes up pretty much three weeks out of my month oh. and then the other week is like can i do my own thing <laughs> so yeah i'm a okay. full-time artist this is all i do commissions patreon and making merchandise to sell on my shop awesome. so that's it Yay. okay there's so many ways i want to go with this but first you mentioned you spent three weeks a month on patreon let's talk about that so what's your process like well what do you offer what do you what what's going on on there yeah um i i'm i'm always changing a little bit or adding something new or going you know i can't i don't have the time for this so how do i keep them happy but give them something else so when i started patreon was almost five years ago and, uh, and honestly, I, I was encouraging it. I slowly over the last month have changed to a new platform. So I want everyone to know oh. I'm not on Patreon anymore. Just FYI. What do you but, want? Uh, 
customer service and bad, bad stuff happening to the database. So oh. I, I don't want to bash anyone. Everybody right. chooses their own way, but um, they were changing things. And I think due to COVID, a ton of people were like, I'm an artist. I'm going to start Patreon. And I'm like, no, it got overloaded. And I mm -hmm. don't think Patreon was ready for that. Okay. And they're also doing drop shipment where you're supposed to buy like mugs through them and they'll print it and send it to your people, but they want to uh -huh. cut. And the commission that they take for me, somebody that's using it as a full-time living, um, it's a massive amount. Where another platform was charging a flat fee of like 40 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. as an artist, we want to hold sense. on to that money to buy more merchandise and products and all that. So um, everybody will find their own path. And I keep telling my friends that are on it, like they're like, oh no, you moved. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? Just do, if it's working, keep it. it, it yeah. I loved Patreon. It got me out of being homeless as an artist. And that's some other, you know, we <laughs> have that another time. But um, I was in, in a transition in life and I didn't have anything. And Patreon saved my life. They, it literally saved me. So um, now with this new platform, I'm through Subly and I call them my art heroes. So it's going to be really hard to change the name from Patreon to art heroes. I'll say patrons all the time, but um, <laughs> they are my art heroes. They, they believe in art and they rescue me at, through buying my artwork. So I offer a sip and paint where they can join for $10 and we vote on what they want to learn. And it's usually a character they love, but I do it in my own style. Um, we meet up once a month live and it's private for them and they get to do it. They can watch the recordings over and over. I offer commissions, which are always sold out. And then people that are new are like, I want a commission. And I'm like, but I can't make them move because they love me and I don't want to hurt feelings, but they've been here forever. Um, and then there's brooch of the month where I make a new brooch. And I just posted like a Leica one from Box Trolls. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just did that. But that was for one of my patrons that gets a mystery box. Don't worry, they're, they won't be watching this, they're good. So, um, and um, I offer magnets, buttons, mirrors, they're all different reward tiers for people that might be like, I can only spend $5, they get an exclusive. And then every other Sunday, this Sunday, um, I have a sale on my shop and I try to sell the Patreon stuff that's left over and it's just for a limited time. And then anyone can kind of grab it if they can, but it goes really quick. And so I just tell people, you have to follow my stories. If you're not a patron, it's kind of a bummer because they get special deals and exclusives and background footage of things happening and first to knows. And yeah, okay. so it's, it's huge. It's, there's so many things. And I have new uh, rewards coming like coloring pages, uh, digital to painting where they, or sorry, painting to digital, where they take an old painting. I don't scan my paintings. And then I turn it into a digital piece so everyone can enjoy it. But they're paying for me to do that piece from a painting to digital. And I believe okay. that they're two different things. So, so whoever has the original, I'll change up a little on the digital. But digital and painting, they're two, two different things to me. So I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, this is my belief and this is my platform. So if you don't like that, maybe don't work for me. <laughs> no, I'm sure they all love it. It yeah, sounds like no. you're doing very well with it. So um, I'm thinking about, I'm putting myself in the shoes of an artist who's listening, and they're like, I was thinking about starting a Patreon, but I don't even know what to do with it, how to promote it, and this girl is rocking it. So what are, her, what are your tips for the people who want to start out with Patreon and who maybe don't really know a whole lot about it yet? Absolutely. Um, there are definitely workshops you can take. I have created my own Patreon workshop because to... I'm sure you know, you probably get asked all day long, what products yeah. do you use? How, oh, yeah. Who are you using for this? How do you get your connections? How do you do this? this. <laughs> I was like, I need to create a workshop. And what you do with that workshop is up to you. They're $15. You can watch them anytime. You can keep the link. Um, I always ask for respect. This is my livelihood. So me taking the time out of my day to create that workshop. Um, anytime I make a new workshop, I promote it. You can watch live and chat live. As soon as that's over, I still accept emails about the workshop as long as you prove that you paid for it. So if they're like, yeah, I bought it, but I had some questions and I couldn't watch live, it's fine. That's part of what you're paying for is me to answer. But you have to kind of buy the 15 bucks to understand. Okay. Um, I talk about my experience. I can't say it's for, you know, they might be doing music or poetry for Patreon and it's totally different. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, the same rules apply. It's 
it starts small and work your way up. Never start a Patreon looking at somebody else, what they're doing. <laughs> You're in your own journey. Like, don't compare yourself. Just start small. I started with, I think it was two people for like five months. I watched, um, I watched a bit of your, your interview last, was it last week? couple days ago. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even look at the date. Yeah. And you were saying, um, uh, oh, what were you saying? You said something so good about, <laughs> oh, I just, I totally, if I think of it, I'll let you know, but, um, just basically start small and then work your way up. Oh, you were talking about your podcast. Oh, and yeah. then you're like, finally, people are watching. And then like, <laughs> finally, <laughs> yeah. we all feel that way because we all start somewhere small. Mm -hmm. So with mine, it was like, no one's joining my Patreon. I need money. Like, and yeah. I did it for the wrong reasons. I was doing it to get money because I was making nothing. I gave up my store in Anaheim uh, where I sold for artists and I closed and I just on a whim was like, I'm going to do my own thing. And I had been living out of my shop for about a month. I didn't know what else to do. And, um, and so I started the Patreon, I was panicking. And then as it grew, I was like, okay, I need this to slow down. I have like no time. And it went from like 10 supporters in a year to about 50 supporters the next year to about 80 supporters the next year. And oh. now I'm between a hundred and like 20 to 160. It, it varies. And it's a lot of packaging. It's a lot of That's envelopes, it's a lot of stamps. You have to figure out, you can't charge them shipping. So Oh, Subly's yeah. a little different. I'm learning that they'll let you charge shipping. But for me, I'm like, no, what you pay includes everything. Yes. And just start small. Don't try to take on more than you can chew because you can't Love take that. stuff away from people once you've given it. They'll be very upset with you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what are you, what kind of packages do you have? Let's just get into that real quick. So you oh, for, uh, oh, for, uh, for your uh, membership basically. So you offer maybe like a lower one and a higher one and a absolutely. medium one. What are your price yep. points? What are um, these people coming in at? Absolutely. They start at $5 and it goes all the way up to $75. That's and like amazing. I said, those ones are tapped out. Like those people have been with me for like three years and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, coming into it, you'd be like, Oh, I just want a five by five and you don't open commissions very often. And when you do, someone grabs them within seconds. The thing is, one I'm one person. I always say I'm a one-woman show. I'm the packager. I'm the print. I don't have any help at all. Like, if you ask my boyfriend, no way. We don't get along when it comes to that. He's a creative, too. So he's like, oh, oh this is so boring. And I'm like, I know. I know. I know. So, um, so, yeah, anyway, I, I try to limit how many I do. So if it's mirrors, they're $7, and that's a limited mirror with the new design. So as a patron, you'll get a message that says vote on the new design and you get a voice to try to say it. And somebody voted for James and the giant peach last month. And oh, I so told, cute. <laughs> this is when I was still on Patreon. So you could see the blog and you could like read what people were writing. Unfortunately with the new one, it's not necessarily a Patreon. It's like a subscription box. So it's a little different, but they're going to have to vote without seeing They'll just get like a, a MailChimp newsletter that'll say like vote and then they'll vote. And if I see something that really clicks, I'm like, yep, that's what I'm going to do this month. So they get surprised. Like they picked my idea and, um, and it warms my heart. And I try to remember who made a mention that way. I don't pick the same people always, you know, like they might pick something great and I'm like, yes, I want to do it. But it's just to inspire me. Cause if you tell me draw something, I'm like, uh, I need that little push. Um, but yeah, as a patron, you get to do stuff like that. Um, you get to have a voice in what I'm doing. And then um, there's like a time lapse video. So if you're like, eh, I'm just going to pay two bucks and get a time lapse video of what the new design is, they get to see the creation and I do a whole voiceover of what my process is. Okay. So I mean, I think that one's at $2, I think $3. Sorry, it might be $3. I'm yeah. forgetting. <laughs> okay, so you you don't put it all out on Instagram. You save some stuff. And how yeah. how, how do you know what to save? So do, do you put all of your video mostly on Patreon and then you post photos on Instagram or how does that work? That's a great question. Um, I really pick and choose what I want to share with my patrons and what, um, or if it's maybe something they'll find out 24 hours before the world. It's it's just like a fun thing. Like you're the first to know this and they're like, oh, this is so cool. Um, so I have like this huge project and that is coming out possibly early next year that I cannot talk about other than saying I have a huge project. Um, I was waiting on the approval and once it got approved, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like 
Congrats. Hey, thank you so much. And thank you. It has nothing to do with animation or cartoon, cartoon, <laughs> but it has to do with my work. And, and it's something I've always wanted. And I got it without trying because of Instagram. <laughs> Hello, things happen with Instagram. So many people so don't true. use the free platform. I'm like, it's free. Um, and so they're going to be the first to see anything about it. They're going to get the first look at the design. They're going to get the first look at the process of things happening, everything. And then Instagram will know later, but they're going to be like, I know something. And it'll be when I can share, obviously, but I'm going to hold it back from the world until I know they're about to talk about it. And then I'm like, I'm about to talk about it. You have so, amazing self-control. I am so bad no, at keeping secrets. No, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even like all. in my friend group, I'm like, guys, don't tell me. Like, just don't tell me if you're pregnant. Cause I just don't, don't, I don't want to know. You're like, I'll tell a fib. He's pregnant. I'm like, I'm such a bad liar too. If people like hint towards it, I'm like, I just have to leave. I don't know. <laughs> Same, samesies. I'll, I'll get all giddy and giggly. And I'm like, my mom used to, I used to cry every year at Christmas because my mom wouldn't tell me what she got my dad and my brother. And I'd want to know so badly because I was such a brat. And she'd be like, no, the second I tell you, you tell them. Sure enough, she'd be like, I got your dad like a hammer and nail kit. So don't tell him. And then dinner would be there. Well, dad, guess what mom got you? <laughs> Oh so I got named like the narc and I was like, no, I'm not, I swear. I, I'm sorry. So um, I'm not very good at lying and I'm not, I'm definitely not good at lying and I'm really bad at keeping secrets. But when your project is on the line and they're like, we will own this. If you talk about <laughs> I know. Right? So anyway, um, yeah, so they get to know that. And then Instagram is just daily stuff, you know, like I'm working on these projects. Here's things because I think it also gets them excited for Patreon. So I'll be like, this one's for a patron. These are the new designs for Patreon. And they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, now I'm switching platforms. So I'll be adding my new link. Uh, actually today, uh, I was giving my patrons time to move over, get their spots all set because they just transferred basically. And then I opened it up over the weekend with a swipe up link. And now today it'll be the new landing page at about 12 o'clock. Actually, Sam Tam just jumped on. She's one of my amazing patrons that gets um, a three by three time-lapse video of her painting every month. So thanks Sam for jumping on. Oh, so fun. Oh, I I love how it's very like organized too. You're like, this is happening then and this is happening then. And you, you get this, like, it's all very organized. (laughs) It takes. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, what do they call it? I'm not messy. I'm organized chaos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so same with Patreon. It's like, it looks pretty, but when the actual time comes to make it, my room's like destroyed. And I'm like, got to make the things for the people and ship in time. So, <laughs> Okay. So say someone signed up for Patreon or, or some other platform and they want to start offering things to people. So you said you're <laughs> like $2 one is for they get videos. How much, how much do they usually have to spend for them to get something in the mail? Like $15 or five dollars can get you a postcard, a sticker, a magnet, you get to choose and you get the design on that. Um, and for five bucks, again, that includes shipping and handling. The problem is with COVID I've pulled back from shipping outside the U.S. temporarily until we know more because this whole USPS thing is starting to kind of freak me out. I'm like, what if it's in the middle of shipping and like something goes down? So I've been holding back. So if you're international and you decide to support, I'm sorry, it's not you. I love my international friends. I have them in Australia, England. They get them from all over. I even had Japan for a really long time. Um, It's so exciting. Like my art is in Japan. That's crazy. And um, she was a nurse. And when COVID hit, they called her out in Japan to move somewhere else to go help. So she's like, I have to stop supporting. I'm like, uh, yeah, that, like, that's okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, and it's, it's, okay. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You're a if hero. People sign this up for awesome. this. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, um, so yeah, I get that for $5. Then there's, there's packages like get the postcard, the sticker, and a magnet for 15 bucks. There's the stationary club. Stationary Club is $18. You get the design on a notepad and a pen, and the pens are exclusive. You can only get them through Patreon, and I match them, so that's that. But for $20, if you can snag a spot when it opens for Stationary, 
um, you get to choose one of my art prints from my shop to go on the notepad and then a different design or the same design on the pen. So they get to be like picking and choosing. Now online, it costs a bit more money. You've got shipping, the product, and you can't get that pen anywhere. So it creates this like for 20 bucks, I'm getting something really cool. I can't find online except for the notepad, but that costs 15 bucks and I'm getting all of it for $20, including shipping and handling. But how long do you really need to go to keep getting notepads? I'm like, they're going to eventually leave guys. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then they gift things. So you can even gift like, Oh, I already got this one or, Oh, I'm not big on the design that she picked. You can still get it and give it as a gift. So we get postcard people that swap out. They do the postcard exchange and (laughs) because I send out postcards like prints at, Every month, I'm, I'm actually doing it today. Is I'll be like signing and sending them out. So I'm definitely interested in what your postcard oh, swap yeah. is. No, it's really cool. Um, I don't personally do it, but a lot of my patrons do them with friends. So there's like, okay. you can even set them up like the Critterosity postcard swap. And when they get the postcards, they can swap them. They can mail them to other people. So mm. there's like this whole thing with postcards. And it's awesome right now because of USPS. They're like, buy stamps from USPS, help us out. So they're going to the post office and like taking photos that like I'm shipping my postcard to my friend because one, they're going to get something they don't have. And so I'm just throwing that out there. There's so many creative ways to do it. So I'm like, my postcard can be used in postcard swaps. There's sticker swaps where, you know, like, again, some months I get a little excited as Sam's saying, I spoiled them. (laughs) Um, I get a little excited and I'm like, you know, I did two versions. So you're going to get two stickers. You're going to get two. It's like my way to show them I adore them. And if they get two, maybe the surprise one is one they already have or whatever. And they're like, I'm going to ship this to a friend and they'll do like a swap. So yeah, your one of your customers just commented. She goes, yeah, Eva spoils us patrons. I love that. (laughs) Oh, cool. You have people shouting out for you. I love that. I love that. Taz just jumped on <coughs> with me forever and she snagged a three by three spot. She's also on multiple tiers. So in the new platform, you can support as many rewards as you want. You can be like, I want a time-lapse video. I want a sticker. I want this in Patreon. The, and I under, and I always tell people, I understand this a hundred percent what Patreon's doing. They want everyone to get something. So they're like, you can't buy multiple reward tiers. You can only get one thing. So what were people doing? Eva, you still have availability. It's been three months. Can my husband like sign up and I get, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Go for it. (laughs) So there are people, they were buying multiple and then Patreon started kicking them off when I think they recognized they were supporting. And it really, it's really stinky because you're like, well, what if my sister lives with me and wants something, you know? And again, I get it, but it's caused a lot of mess for me and for them because they're like now I got kicked off of the one I want someone took my spot and it's sold out so on the new one you can be like oh these are all open yeah I want this one and this one and you build your own like little cake of rewards Mm, and another perk I really liked so you you have a full training on if someone wants to do this right you said yes and it's it's all based on my experience I tell people like I didn't go to school for this at all this is like if you think i'm being successful um i have a patreon workshop uh how to sell your artwork workshop i did the dreaded tax workshop the other day (laughs) which was all prep and just keeping data entry all that stuff and how to find peace with it and be really happy to do your taxes because if you pay your taxes that means you made money and i'm like that's a good thing so when my taxes went up this year i'm like that's because I made more money. So <laughs> we did this whole thing, and um, I love what everyone's ri- ri- writing. I'm, like, seeing it. Thank you so much, everybody. Yes. Um, Everybody's saying Eva is a great teacher. Her workshops are great. I love it. Okay, so I just want to – so can, can you let people know who are l- listening now or listening later on the podcast where they can go to find it? And then I have something else I want to talk about, too. <laughs> sure. Um, so for the new Patreon, if you will – um, workshops like how, work, how oh the workshops they, yeah those are all on my shop um my landing okay. page has everything listed like i said i'll link my new um art hero platform but um 
everything's on my website in the menu and that is going to be my shop is critterosity.myshopify.com I oh, just I love it. Shopify I, 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 I love Shopify, Shopify. Too. yeah and and I'm going to have a Shopify re- uh, workshop coming up so okay. okay so um one thing that I've been doing so I have a artist academy membership basically to where there's so several artists and we we do various topics every month and every week on things and a couple of them have been asking about patreon and i just don't use it very much and so but i know that there are a lot are listening so um one option is to send them your way and then they go to you directly but another option that i was to and we, we can talk about this more after and sure. but i just kind of wanted to get your feel of it so i've been i've been licensing um basically workshops from other artists and okay. putting them into the Arts Academy membership. And so I want to talk to you about the possibility of that. Absolutely. We can work, we can work out some details later of what that would sure. cost and all of that. But I just like to have things in the group, like specifically, and then have a link to, per you say, we get your workshop in the group and then they love Absolutely. it. And, and then they want to go to you to get something else. Yes, because I keep telling my boyfriend, I'm like, I just met my Eva. Like, she's yeah, I know, right? so much on the same track as me. We and are. And I'm noticing, I'm like, okay, we got to work together. <laughs> but also, you know, you did your post saying that people think that you're kind of too involved with art. I tell my boyfriend, I'm so sorry I'm cheating on you with my art. Like, I love my art. I could be in this room all day, every day, and not care about it. I I'll forget meals because I'm so invested in what I'm doing. So I love it. Yes to everything you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, we can get all all the details about that afterwards. But okay, great. I I didn't realize you were that into Patreon, so I'm so excited to have that. (laughs) Okay, so let's go into the whole cartooning. Let's just hold. Let's switch gears and go into like how do you create a cartoon? So you you go from nothing to creating this super cute little. Thing with a, with an expression and so how does that process work that, that it really is a process because you also have to find yourself as an artist and separate yourself from what you're seeing that inspires you so I'm I'm a big advocate for speaking on behalf of artists because we get a lot of up-and-coming people people that are inspired but they don't know what they're doing they're starting their journey and so I'm like when I design something I have to take myself away from the photo I'm looking at and I have to like figure it out in my head, different ways to do it. So um, tracing paper is a great way to start off with the same sketch, but kind of change the eyes, change the mouth. And that way you're getting all those different pictures. Like you can visually see it over time. You can remove the tracing paper and start to go. I already know what that's going to look like. Can you envision things as well before you've even created them? Sometimes, but it just okay. works. It works so much better with a reference photo. Like, um, right. I, I usually take like five different photos. I'm like the eyes, the notes, the, the, and then do it. But it's it's hard for me to do it. I and that everybody thinks differently, and we're all different. Like we're, I would say, trained differently. I didn't get trained by anyone. I'm specifically <laughs> self-taught. I didn't go to college for art or anything like that. Which I'm always like, go go take classes, go learn. That's great. Um, it just wasn't in the books for me, and that's okay. Um, but <clears throat> there was a guy named Bruce Blitz, and all of my followers know how much I talk about this guy. Um, when I was growing up on the farm, there was nowhere to go. We were miles and miles and miles away from a city. The closest city was Santa Rosa, which most of you guys know San Francisco. We were like two hours, three, two and a half to three hours north of that by Napa. So there was no mall. There was nowhere to go to a Barnes and Noble and buy books. So what this guy taught me as a kid was I bought his book and you would take the tracing paper and move it and create different characters. Some of you guys had books similar to that through Scholastic and... I've never seen one of these, so I'm super interested. So just so you know, I sell a book to make Sasquatches very soon. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So you can drag your paper around and draw a different nose. You can move it higher or lower. And when I taught cartooning to kids... I used to tell him that I want you to keep everything identical, but change one feature and it will be a whole new character. So this is the same concept I take when I'm designing a character. I, I will, whether it's mine or I'm doing fan art, I go, okay, let's start with this, but now let's alter it. Let, I don't know what's going on with my voice. Um, let's, it just goes out from time to time. Um, let's take smaller ears. Okay, on the next one, let's try bigger ears. Having an iPad 
for procreate for me has changed my life because oh, yeah. now instead of throwing away paper, I can just go new layer. New exactly. Layer. I love the layers. <laughs> Save the trees. Use the trees only when you need to keep something for the rest of your life. Like, but same with tracing papers. My new layer becomes my tracing paper. I just fade out what I don't need, trace what I want. So now I've been messing with it and I'll show in my stories what I did with, um, my bar talk that I did from Anastasia yesterday, I drew him first on my iPad and then I kept creating layers and did different tweaks to him. So it's not like I always just know how to draw. Sometimes I need to think about it. Um, simple characters are much easier than difficult characters. And that sounds so obvious, but what I mean by that is when they're really simplistic, you have to be, how do you change Baymax? How do you change Baymax? He's so simple. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Big Hero 6. It was a cartoon, and he's the big white guy from from it. And he's like, oh, no. I'm, oh. no. And I'm pretty into my cartoons. I like cartoons a lot. And I'm not no. sure. <laughs> Disney made uh, Big Hero 6. It was kind of a flop. My oh. ex-brother-in-law worked on it. So I'm like, it was kind of a thing where Okay. We yeah, I think I'm Big Hero, the big white guy, right? Yes, because, okay. yes. Yeah, and yeah. he's very simple. My point is two <laughs> yeah. dots and a line across. How do you oh, change yeah. that to be fan art related? So back then I was like, let me add really, really big cheeks and make him like super blushy because he doesn't really have that. And then like, let me alter a few things. But it's so hard to change Hello Kitty without it being Hello Kitty. How do you change Mickey Mouse and have it still look like Mickey Mouse? Yeah. You have to learn stylizing. And so using, everyone's <laughs> like Big Hero 6 is the best. Um, <laughs> you have to use different ways of trying to alter it and everyone does chibi which is basically the very cute anime squishy chubby adorable and I'm like that's been done that's been done <laughs> when you get a really difficult character you're like how do I change the eyes and still keep it the same character how do I there's so much with it so this is why I'm such a stickler with fan art is like I have to be 80% different than the photo that way if Goodness gracious, if someone came after me, which again, I know a lot of fan art okay. laws. So. so that's your thing? It has to be 80% different? That's so funny because I just had a client say, it just has to be 20% different. And I'm like... No. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Fan art, if they come knocking, well, they won't knock on your door. They'll serve you a cease and desist. I'll send you a letter. I, I yeah. on one, haven't gotten one. I, oh, I'm good. very fortunate, but I've worked with a lot of people that have been served them. It's a slap on the hand. This is ours. We're going to tell you to stop because they're not making money on it. That's the big key. They are yeah. mad that you're making money on it and they're getting nothing. Yeah. Um, it's their property. It's theirs. And my whole thing is I'm so, well, this is going to sound really snobby and I don't mean it the way it's going to come out. I'm so good. I'm going to just let go of it and I'm going to start something new. Like you have to retrain <laughs> your brain and not get yeah. sad about it. You wouldn't be making it if it wasn't for them designing it. So, so it has to come with respect and my friend got paid so much money. He was able to buy a house with the amount of money that they said, we want you to stop, but we want to keep it to sell it for ourselves. So we're going to pay you off. What's your number? They went back and forth and he was like, great, I can put a down payment on my house for my family. And they bought it. And it was a Fox company. Uh, someone from Fox liked his line work and all that stuff from, um, he did Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. And they were like, we don't want to not have it. But they've never sold it. They've never done anything with it. But he made enough money, like 50 grand, to go buy a house after they bought, like, three designs. And he's like, I'll just come up with something new. I don't care. And I'm like, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, just because they tell you to stop does not mean you're in trouble. It's when you continue to do it. Yeah, it, it, exactly. There, there doesn't have to be emotion in that whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I've, I've dealt with stuff in the past. I'm very like logical thinking. And then some people are very emotional. Like I can't yes. believe you copied me. And I'm personally, when people copy me, unless it's local, like, yes, if it's, lo if it's local, I'll be like, Hey, I'm like in your back door. I can do this. If it's not local, I'm like, don't care. Literally, I do not give a shit if anybody I think copies that you me and I at all. Are so similar. It's yeah. ridiculous. I I look at it as I inspired you. Like the I I don't think Flattery. you copied me. I think I inspired you. 
but there are some people who get really emotional about it and don't like it. But personally, which it's gotten me into trouble because I've, I don't really care. <laughs> so um, I will not copy anybody anymore. But um, yeah. yeah, when when I get copied, I'm like, I inspired you. Like, that's so cool. And because it was just too draining for my mind it to is. be like so negative. Because if you create good things, you get copied. That's just it. This butterfly has been copied so many times. <laughs> and I'm just like, I inspired you. And it, and I can go on with my day. That, but. and that's awesome. I love, well, first of all, if you follow me at all in the future to anybody, I am Mrs. Positivity. I'm like, <laughs> nope, this is my Instagram. I'm not going to let you control it. I'm not going to let you change me. I am a happy person and that's yeah. going to be it. And, exactly. um, it's working with kids has taught me so many lessons because I'm like, same thing. Um, Miss Eva, he's copying me. And I'm like, he exactly. thinks you're cool. Yeah, like, it's because hello. you're doing a good job. You're inspiring him. Like, <laughs> We know. We yeah. know that we did something. And if someone else wants to tell the world that they did it, I'm like, people get their comeuppance. And I'm going to sit back and just watch it happen because I don't need to worry. I'll just come up with something else. And that's what mm -hmm. I tell people is, go ahead, take it, enjoy that. I'm going to come up with like 500 other concepts. And you're going to be stuck going, who else can I steal from? Because they see you doing good. Yeah. They want that. And I'm like, you know what? I just feel sorry for you because you don't love yourself enough to find your own thing. Like, love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Someone just commented. goes, I have also copied the B Butterfly Inspired by You for Save Girl Child Project. Good. <laughs> like, they copied me. They're literally telling it right now. There's, yeah. I Great. Like, it's it, that helps your, your project. That is amazing. Yeah. It, <laughs> And it all depends on what they're doing. Me, if you're going to redraw something and you got it for me, all I say is, can you just write inspired by? That's exactly what I say too. I'm like, you could, That's you it. could just like tag me maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. it's when I can start, see it. Like you said, it's when it's me, I'm in SoCal. We get a lot of similar vendors. We see each other all the time. And my thing is just that if I'm going to see you and you're like selling a sticker that I'm made like also or it's slightly off I'm like how do you feel okay about that but two like because again I drew the line work I know what I did you know um and they're just like selling the sticker but I'm like most people know in this neighborhood they know them and they know me and they'll be like uh I think that so I'll get dms weekly like I think this person kind of and I'm like it's fine you know what <coughs> it's okay like yeah, I, there's and like, nothing I can do. If they want to be that person and not say inspired by blah, 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 then it is what it is. And just know I saw it. But then there's large companies who steal from artists and yeah. it stinks. And, yeah. uh, yeah, to, to, to me, there's a, a difference between an artist who's, like, using your design and inspired by it and, like, a big company who, like, has millions of dollars, <laughs> like, to, like, you know, yeah. like, to, to me, to me, there's a difference between a big company and a small artist. Absolutely. And I know they're designers. They, they hire so many designers. They're just hoping they didn't steal it. Like, you can only know oh, so true. much. True. But um, that's what happened to my friend. I was like, they probably had no idea this designer copied your work, and it's yeah. identical. I mean, I used to sell it in my store in 2013. <laughs> so when it came out, like, two years, or last year, I, I was like, this is a big company that doesn't know. Like, they're not going to research and show us your yeah. line work and how you did that. So um, yeah. once we caught it, the company was really good, and they they – put it away but they'd already made money on it and I was like give him some money like exactly or See? ask to buy it from him ask to buy the design but anyway um I love that we did teach somebody they said I'll tag you today and this is how we learned perfect yes exactly thank that's, you that's, that's <laughs> how you learn and that's that's how you make yeah, it yeah right. <laughs> it's cool but okay. I I was actually curious how you I'm so sorry I'm gonna flip this on you how did you how do you do murals <laughs> is it just from looking at a photo and creating because it was going to large scale that I couldn't do I, I had to use a projector and when I'm looking at your oh, projects yeah. outdoors I'm like there's no way she used a projector for this oh sometimes um yeah, most of the time I'll I'll use a projector I'll, I'll design it on procreate and then I have this big Epson projector that's like 300 bucks and it just like it just shoots um an image on like a huge wall and yeah I, we just chalk it out and that way it just you could, you're able to see it you know like with, with the chalk line and the chalk line can be easily erased rather than paint and Correct. then we just paint it just like a normal painting but with bigger brushes really and how oh. long does it take you to chalk it that's 40 <laughs> do you have to do it at night like chalk uh, it? yeah 
usually. Um, if it's a if it's a smaller wall, if it's like a five foot by five, five foot wall, you can usually do it do it midday because the projector is is really strong, basically. And but if it's a really big wall, we'll we'll get out at night. And I actually have um, my husband has this uh, forerunner that we has a plug in in the back of it and so I just plug my projector in the back of his car and it just and it just shoots it on there and then we start in the morning it's amazing because projectors weren't really easy access when I was doing it in early 2000s like 2000 2001 and I was doing it for the kids at the after school program I'd go to their house and I would the mom would say oh I know you do art can you put like fairies on the wall so I'd draw my fairies it was those ones, you know what I'm talking about, the trace easy ones where you would just pull the little oh yeah, out of it and you'd hold it like a little, oh man, that thing wouldn't project anywhere. You couldn't get the whole wall that I'm like, you guys have no idea what I went through to try to paint. But then painting on a wall was so hard for me. I wasn't, again, trained in anything like background in art. So I was just guessing and the acrylics. Then I went to window art and I used to do the window paintings for the holidays, but I didn't know what the paint was. You couldn't just Google what kind of paint should I use and see a yeah. YouTube video. I was like using acrylic on the window and then we'd have to scrape it all down, you know, at the end. This other guy's like, no, it's indoor house paint and we just color it different colors. And that's yep. what the professional That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. So yep. and it's fascinating. Like you, I have many tutorials over how to do a mural because there's so many in interior, exterior, lettering, yes. like all the different things. But yeah, it's a whole different thing. But I, I love that we're op we do opposite things so I can learn from you as <laughs> that's well. So I'm asking you. No, I would never do murals. I'm like, nope, I've got plenty of friends that do them. I don't need to do them for you. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I've always been like the, the bigger, the better. Um, I've just had a really hard time. Even on the iPad, I'm like, this is so small. <laughs> like, this is so tiny. I'm just like, give me a a really big wall <laughs> and everybody's like can you paint it on a canvas I'm all this big I can do canvas this small I just love the small I love little detail oh I love all ew, that. no yeah. <laughs> no way <laughs> but I, I love oh I'm sorry go ahead no, I, I was just going to say, there's, um, I love that there's somebody out there who loves the opposite stuff because that's what makes us all so unique, you know? This is what I'm saying, and it's the same thing I tell people is if your character comes out different than mine when we're doing sip and paint, good. We're not the same human. It's going to look different. I can't draw like Disney. There's somebody that's been trained to, like, redraw as somebody else, and I'm just not that person. It will always – same with the realistic can't be realistic to save my life. Like, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cartoon is way more fun anyway. I love the cartoon look. Just the expressions and the colors, yeah. really r realistic colors. They're just, they get so dull. And the cartoons, you can like, I'm going to use hot pink on this. <laughs> That's right. Because there's no rules in cartoon. And I'm a big kid. I don't have kids. I'm never going to have kids. I'm the giant kid. So I like cartoons to be really fun and really colorful and wild. Um, but then I'll get Same. people that don't know that just because you're an artist doesn't mean you can do every single type of art. And they're like, yeah. I don't want a portrait. Oh, same. People ask me for portraits all the time, and I'm like, you, you, you will never see me do a portrait. I am so bad at yeah. those. Yeah, I'm always like, go to my Instagram and take a look because they'll join Patreon and maybe snag a commission spot, and they're like, I'd like this and this, and I'm like, uh, these are all things I've never done. Where in my Instagram do you see any of? That's like my online portfolio. I always tell people, so I'm like, look there first. And then order for me. Don't don't just assume I know how to just change it up because I don't. And I'm I've been doing art for like money um, for like eight years now, actually steady. That um, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm not nice because I'm always nice, but I will not bend over backwards for anyone. Money does not d change my mind on anything. I'm like, no, oh, really? I I'm okay with my living. Like I am. <laughs> I'm totally fine to live out of a shoebox and continue to do this. Like, I just want to be happy and I want to be proud of the product and I want it to be exactly like what I would want to show people. And sometimes I'll get an order where I'm like, it's not a character I want to promote. Like, I'll do it for you, but it's not, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I'm just so not. But then I do ones um, on my Instagram where I'll say, okay, guys, I'm going to draw live tonight and teach you something. What character do you want to see? And they use the little box on Instagram to write what they want. And by the end of the day, I pick one, I get it kind of prepped, and then they draw with me. So 
I'm always encouraging them to do something I want them to pick. Like it has to be a cartoon from the sixties and then people will pick. Cause I'm like, I want something new, but I don't know what character, you know? Yeah. I love that. Okay. So people have to be part of your Patreon to commission you. Oh, um, so most of the time, yes. Um, okay. on those Sunday sales, I'll open like randomly I'll be like I'm opening a couple brooch spots and where you can pick a character to go on a brooch and it can even be my own characters a lot of people like my Sasquatches which bless you guys they're like my favorite things to make um but they're like (laughs) little sluggish weird furry creatures and um and then they they tell me what they want and then I give myself about a month buffer that way I have time to do Patreon but I'm if I ever fall behind, I communicate like no one's business. And I'm like, hey, I'm two days behind, but I will throw in extra goodies. And I'm telling you, like, nobody's been mad about me failing. I am, I was telling you I'm a Gemini, so I'm business and art. I can be two people where a lot of artists are like, oh, I'm stressed out and I don't want to finish it. And me, I'm like, it has to get done. This is the deadline. <laughs> so I'm very much a stickler for being done when I say, but yeah, the commissions just open up randomly and you never know what I'm going to offer. Sometimes I'll prep things. I'll draw characters and be like on my shop. They're not painted yet. They're line work only. And you can be like, I want the gremlin. I want this. I want that. And then I take a couple weeks to finish painting it. So they just trust that I'm going to do a good job. And I'm like, I'm putting my work out there. I'm not going to do a bad job. Like, it's going to be good. So if you like the line work, it's just going to get colored now. Um, and a couple weeks ago, I sold line work that they got to paint. So some, a lot of my followers love painting, but they don't necessarily oh, do concept. Cool. So I'll draw, like, a cartoon character, and then I'll be like, if you buy this one, it's like a paint by color for 30 bucks. So for the line work and the prep and the nice paper, for $30, you can buy it. And people buy it really, really quick. Ooh, so I love that every other Sunday. So this Sunday marks this Sunday. Then I take a week off because shipping ugh, takes forever to ship everything I sell on my sales. Ugh, um, congrats on that though. That's such you. a good problem to have. <laughs> I, thank you. I know I was like, I wish it wasn't COVID because I used to have friends over to help, but. Oh, yeah. so w- one thing that I do here recently, so actually I'll be doing it today, probably in the next hour after where we get off. So whenever I send out my, um, monthly prints they're just like seven dollar prints and i just send them in a small envelope what i started to do because i'm like you i'm like nobody likes to sit there and just stamp and do put the address box on i started to go live every time i do the shipping process and yes. that that makes me like just out and i sit right here and i put the camera down so they can see what i'm doing they can't they can't even really see like the art half the time, but I just, I'm packaging and I'm talking about it and I'm telling stories about it. And they, it's just so it promotes what I'm selling and it makes me feel like I'm like, um, doing something double or sorry, it makes me feel like I'm multitasking and I'm like yeah. promoting it and shipping it, you know? So I definitely tell everybody go live when you're packaging things. Cause that's one thing that a lot of people don't even like think that artists do in their mind because they think that we paint all day and it's amazing, but no, we do a lot of shipping and it sucks. But going live and talking right. talk to your customer, they get to see you physically packaging it and they're like, hey, what, what is she packaging? I want that. And so it just does double duty like that. Or they see the one that they bought and can be like, yeah. that's, that's mine. And yeah, again, this do is- shout outs like, hey, this one's going to Becky. <laughs> you are so creepishly like me. I'm telling you, my followers are probably like, no, Eva does these things. Oh, so, good. Um, I don't go live yet to do shipping. What I wanted to do, and um, there are things I'm afraid of, like what if I toot on camera or something like that. Not, <laughs> not, not doing short live, but I wanted to set up like a GoPro and follow me the whole day. Everything I do, and anyone can tune in at any time. I've had that idea day. before. That's so funny. <laughs> and it also builds the appreciation, like you said, because they don't get how long it takes me. I'm like, do you know how long my printer takes me? Do you know how long the actual typing out the address? Some of my stuff is through Shopify, so I print the label. But no matter how good my Wi-Fi is, I hit print, and then it's all loading, loading, <laughs> yeah. loading. And I'm like, okay, while that's loading, let me start this. And then I turn around, and it's been ready to go. And then I run back to my computer. I'm like, print. Okay, run back to this thing. To and it's like, if things moved as quick as I do, like with my computer, I'd be done with shipping so fast, but I have to sit there and wait. And then a lot of them are like, I have four orders open and I'm like, okay. And what people don't realize is I don't just pull up your order. 
it goes in order of how they came in. And then if I click mm -hmm. on it, I have to go down this huge rabbit hole of, okay, what other orders do they have open? And then I'd have to hit the back button a whole bunch would take forever. So I'm like, it's, it's not easy for me. Try to buy everything at once. And like, if they do my live sales, they're trying to buy the things on sale. And then they'll open another cart for things that might take like two weeks to get in, like pillows and all that. And I'm like, I want to combine shipping, but this one's ready to go. And my, my room is small. Like I don't have tons of storage. So I'd rather just get this in the mail. So it's the double shipping. It's them like, I'm helping you. And I'm like, you are, but Shopify doesn't work that. I can't just see all your orders in one spot unless I search you. They need And this. I have to do they that for do like a hundred customers. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And then I have to refund them shipping because they didn't ship with it. And I'm like, oh, Heart you guys have no idea what I do. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's something I want to do though. And so now with you saying that, I'm like, you know, maybe I should move forward with going live when I ship. Well, it's great because I get everything in order first. Like I have a, a system set down and I'll like go through the system. And, okay, now I'm ready to go live. Now I got it figured out. Now, <laughs> now I got it done. Yeah. Uh, we have about five minutes left on okay. hand and Instagram will automatically kick us off. I could literally talk to you all day. I know, it's <laughs> gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely on the same vibe about a lot of things. But so I just have one last question for you. Sure. I ask everybody, if there, is there any advice that you would give to artists who want to make art their full-time career but don't know where to even start? Start. Absolutely. Um, the first thing is use every free platform you can and uh, yeah. Be, yeah. be proud of your work. Yeah, just be <laughs> proud. And I always tell people the reason I love Instagram most, most more than anything is that the right people will stay. If they don't want to follow you, they unfollow you. So the majority mm -hmm. of your followers are not creepy trolls. They're like good people that want to see you succeed. Um, yeah. So start there. I always say start with your free platform. Start getting your work out there. Show people what you can do. Um, create your boundaries from the get-go. Um, I didn't have boundaries. I got taken advantage of a lot. I did a lot of work that pretty much sold for nothing. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I sold that for nothing. Um, and learning. Learning and never compare. Ever, ever. I know it's hard to do, but I don't look at you and go, wow. Look at it. No, you're you. That's awesome. Yeah. And congratulations. You are doing amazing things and faint, like finding a way to help artists. And that's what I'm all about too. So those are my, those are my top three things. And don't try to be somebody else. You're going to grow in your own pace. You're going to hate things you did it six months ago. You're going to hate things you did a year ago. Um, but just keep pushing forward and you'll find your people. If you love what you're doing, other people will love it too. You have to love it first. You have to fall in love with your art. So that's so true. Bam. That's such a, a, a mic drop moment. Just you have to fall in love with your art or other yeah. people won't. Like it's, it's all about you. You're, you're your salesperson and you are a fabulous salesperson. If I do say so myself, you're, you, I can feel just your excitement and your love for what you oh. do. And I think that's such a key element in you know people succeeding. And I yeah. think you're a great example of that. So. Oh, thank you so much. I just always say there's so many people that are like, I'm just going to do this full time. And I'm like, you have no idea what goes into that. So <laughs> you know, um, but you have to genuinely love it. You're your own boss. So it's, it, you're the hardest on yourself. You're mm -hmm. absolutely the hardest on yourself. So I hope more people do it. And I think with all your podcasts, it's just so inspiring. I'm so glad you found me. Thank you so Same. much. <laughs> we're, we're, we're now internet friends. So yes. we should do this again. And I will be in contact with you um, about the Patreon tutorial. Okay, thank thing. you so but, much. Yeah. And I saw most comments. So thanks you guys for commenting. I saw what you were writing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you. Uh, have a great day. Thanks. You too. I'll be productive. You. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> yes. Be productive. Bye. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you 
called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.